Welcome to the Southside Community Church Podcast with Pastor Mark Kahn. We are located at 1815 South Peace Street in Elwood, Indiana. Visit us on Facebook. The link will be in the description below. Have a great day. together in his name he'd be in the midst and I don't know how many times that's been proven true in the services down here at this church amen I'm thankful for that today praise God he's faithful to his people all right if you have your Bibles I want to turn with us this morning let's go over to Romans chapter 4 Romans chapter 4, and it says there in the first verse, we're going to read the first 11, it says, Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand, and rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. And not only so, but we glory in tribulation also, knowing that tribulation worketh patience, and patience experience, that means character, and experience hope, and hope maketh us not ashamed, because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, which is given unto us. Praise God for that. Now note this verse here. For when we were yet without strength, in due time, Christ died for the ungodly. For scarcely for a righteous man will one die, yet preadventure for a good man some would even dare to die. Pay close attention to this verse. But God commanded his love towards us, that in while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Much more than being now justified by his blood, we shall be saved from the wrath through him. There's a wrath coming. For if when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his son. Much more being reconciled, we also shall be saved by his life. And not only so, but we also glory in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom we have now received the atonement. Praise God. Now I want to read one more passage of Scripture. I was going to hold off, but I want to go ahead and read it. And I'm not because I don't want to forget it. Go over into Ezekiel uh, chapter 36. Boy, and I tell you, if this don't explain the prophecy of Christ. Ezekiel 36, starting with verse 24. It says, For I will take you from among the heathen and gather you out of all countries, and I will bring you into your own land. And then I will sprinkle clean water upon you, and ye shall be clean from all your filthiness. And uh, and from all your idols will I cleanse you. Listen to this. A new heart also will I give you, And a new spirit will I put within you. And I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh. And I will give you a heart of flesh. And I will put my spirit within you. And cause you to walk in my statutes. And you shall keep my judgments and do them. And and ye shall dwell in the land that I give give to your fathers. And ye shall be my people, praise God, and I will be your God. Our dear Heavenly Father, we're so thankful once again, Lord, for the opportunity, Lord, to preach your word. We realize, God, that we cannot do it upon our own, Lord. We need your help and your power from the Holy Spirit, God. 
These scriptures, Lord, that we read today are great, Lord. They're an encouragement. We see the work of God and, and the sacrifice of Christ, Lord, in these verses today. And we ask, Heavenly Father, for just a few minutes, Lord, that we'll lock out the world and we'll lock out the cares uh, and the things that are on our minds this morning. And we'll look directly, Lord, to your word today to help us, to encourage us, and to strengthen us, Lord, today. We pray in the blessed name of Jesus Christ, thy Son. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Say here, uh, Wherefore, therefore being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. I want to tell you something this morning. Hallelujah. The first fruit, huh? The first fruit, huh, of faith, I tell you, is peace. The first fruit of being justified and made right with God is the peace that comes upon us. Huh? Praise God forever. Think about it this morning. If you've been saved, you've experienced this, uh, this peace and this joy. Huh? Before you knew God, before you were saved, huh? you had a guilty conscience. Huh? The Lord was dealing with your heart and your soul. Huh? He was uh, letting you know that your life is not right. Huh? That you are away from God. Huh? And you're lost. Huh? But I tell you, when we come justified by faith, huh? when we believe in God huh? and we trust in Him, there's a peace that comes upon our hearts. Huh? Praise God. This peace comes huh? and we're justified. We're made right with God. Hallelujah. Amen. I tell you, it's this morning here, before this chapter, Paul, Paul had two types of people in this Roman church, huh, in the congregation. He had Jews that were converted in, uh, over to Christianity, but they was hanging on to their, the old uh, uh, laws and systems. And then he had Gentiles that were saved, huh? That, that, that were, were not even a people of God, but become a people of God. When they heard the gospel message preached that Paul brought to them. Huh? And, and, and Paul was telling them in there about Abraham. And we kind of preached on Abraham last week. Abraham was the father of faith. Huh? Praise God. Abraham believed God. That made him righteousness. Huh? Listen. He wasn't circumcised. There was no covenants given. He just believed God. Huh? And as scripture said that the heirs of all nations will be blessed because of you through faith. I want to tell you something. It's faith in God huh, that makes us right with him. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. It's the truth. huh? Therefore, huh, being justified by faith. Huh? Amen. What did it say in Ephesians? Huh? What did it say there? You jump over here in Ephesians chapter 2. It says, for by grace you are saved through faith and not of yourselves. Huh? It's a gift of God. Not by worse, least any man should boast. <coughs> Hallelujah. Praise God this morning. I want to talk to you this morning about this salvation. Amen. I want to tell you something this morning. It's so real and so great. Uh, I was thinking about this. Uh, actually, the message this morning is for everybody that's in this church. Whether you're saved or whether you're lost, huh? I'm going to tell you, being a Christian, uh, we as Christians, and I don't know how long you've been a Christian or you've been on, the, on this Christian road, huh? It's a human instinct. It's a human habit that we take things for granted, huh? I'm, I, I'm bad for that. I take things for granted in my family. I just assume that everything's going to be like it is. Everything's going to be the way it is. Nothing's going to change, and I take for granted those things, huh? And I'll tell you this morning, praise God, every once in a while, huh, we're going to have to step back and look at the work that God has done for you and I, huh? How He sent Jesus Christ into the world, huh, to die and suffer that we might have life, huh? Praise God in heaven more abundantly. Amen. I want to tell you this morning, as Scripture said in there, huh? 
find it here. It said here that in due time, for we, when we were yet without strength, in due time, Christ died for us. Huh? I want to tell you something this morning. He did. Huh? He is the substitutionary death for every individual. Right. I want to tell you something this morning. I don't know what they're preaching in other churches huh, or what's going on. But I want to tell you something. God hates sin. He hates disobedience. huh? And one of these days he's going to destroy it all. Huh? What is saying the scripture? Save us from the wrath to come. Huh? There's a wrath coming on the ungodly and the lost. Huh? Praise God. That's why he sent his son into the world to redeem fallen man. To give us life. Huh? And to give us eternal life. I tell you what. Hell is a reality. Hell is coming. Huh? Men are lost today and dying and going to hell, huh? And I know it's not a popular message, huh? But it's happening. God sent His Son to redeem us and keep us out of hell. Huh? Hell fire. Don't think it ain't real, huh? The Bible's full of it. It's full of it. Jesus preached and talked about hell more than He did heaven. Because it's a reality that when man's lost huh, and they don't accept God and accept Christ, they're lost for eternity. Huh? Amen. That's one thing he done. He saved us from hell. Huh? But that's not the only reason. <laughs> that's not the only reason that he did, huh? That he saved us. But praise God, he adopted us into his family and we become children of God yeah. hallelujah thank the Lord for that listen to me what a privilege if you're saved this morning and God's transformed your heart just remember this hallelujah it's a grace that saved you what a blessing we ought to thank God every day of our life huh? that he redeemed us and saved us not only from hell, but change our life and give us the right person and the personality to worship Him. Huh? Amen. I'll tell you this morning, huh, the scripture said here, it said, huh, let me get over there where I was at. Romans 5. Let me find it here. Amen. It said, and by uh, whom also we have access by faith and to this grace wherein we stand and rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. Huh? Praise God. Listen, let me tell you something about this salvation today. Huh? When Christ came into our hearts, huh? like we said there, first thing that happened, the first fruit was the, of justification was the peace and a clear conscience and everything was cleared up. Huh? And we thank God for that. And I'll tell you, something else happens. Listen, in our hearts, when we believe God, i tell you, we're, we feel that grace and we feel that mercy and that goodness. And i tell you, the old lifestyle is gone. Our thoughts, huh? our works, our deeds and our doings, God changes everything. Huh? We become new creatures in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. All things pass away. And behold, all things become new. A brand new life. I got a grandson that's a week old. And I look at that little fella. He's about that big. Every time I see him, I see new life. Praise God. There's new life in Jesus Christ. Amen. We accept him, huh? And God accepts us. Huh? We can't understand how this happens. Uh, the redeeming grace, huh? And the atoning power of Christ. How he comes and he and he works in our hearts, huh? And changes us. But I tell you, we have that peace and that joy that passes all understanding. And we realize 
that we're a child of God. I want to tell you something. If you're saved and born again in the Spirit, you're a child of God. And you're going to heaven. And you have the grace in your heart and the assurance in your heart that when you die, you'll end up in heaven with Christ for eternity. Glory be to God. Amen. I'm not telling you fairy tales or telling you a story. I'm trying to give you the divine truth that's in God's Word. Amen. Huh? And we have access. Huh? Praise God. Christ, I tell you, He's the divine intervention for us. Huh? Christ is making huh, intercessions for you and I. I tell you, in the Old Testament, I tell you, they had the bulls and the goats and the sheep and the sacrifices, and that's all they had. God was at a distance. Listen to me. God was at a distance from the people. The high priest and the priest had access to the holy of holies. Huh? But that's all they had. They were limited huh? to God and His precious uh, fellowship. Huh? But I want to tell you, when Christ came and died on the cross, huh? we have access now to God. Huh? Praise the Lord. Christ is intervening for you and I. The scripture said, come to the throne boldly and pour out your heart to him. Amen. That's what it says. Let's give it to God. Amen. I tell you this morning, huh? It's a wonderful thing. It says, For when we were yet without strength, in due time, Christ died for the ungodly. I want to tell you something this morning. Uh, let me get this to you. Lord, help me to get it out. I want to tell you just the picture of this life, this world. When we were without strength, huh? When we were in sin, when we were lost in sin, and just like the world is today, people are so lost in their sin. Listen to me. I want to tell you this truth. And this is the way it is. When the fall in the garden came, every man fell. We inherited a carnal nature. We inherited a nature. I know you've heard this preaching before, but we have to preach it, okay? We have to preach the whole counsel of God. Because it's true. Huh? When man fell, huh? when Adam and Eve fell in the garden, we inherited Adam's sin nature. Huh? And I want to tell you something. Ever since then, man has rebelled against God. Listen to me this morning. Huh? He's rebelled against God. He's become an enemy. Huh? Why is that? Because he wants to be selfish. Huh? He wants to do his own thing. He wants to be his own God. You hear me, huh? This morning, I know people, huh? People and friends and neighbors and people I work with, huh? They're not interested in none of this stuff. Not interested in church. They could care less, huh? They're good people and they do anything for you, but they're not interested in the things of God. They got that carnal nature that that, that they inherited, and they're living for their self, huh? They're living for their own satisfaction. But here's the thing about it. Here it is. God, the truth, this is the truth in God. Huh? The devil is holding them in their sins. He's holding them, holding them there. Huh? They don't have any strength. They don't have any power to get out of it. You see what I'm saying? This sinful lifestyle. Huh? They just go about doing what they want to do. They're looking for satisfaction. They're looking for happiness. They're looking for something in this life that would satisfy their soul. Do you get what I'm saying? They're looking, huh? And they're trying to find it, and they can't because Christ is not in it. Huh? Amen. That's what it is. Huh? Christ's not in it. Huh? Man will always be empty. Man will always be void. There'll be a blackness and a darkness in his heart, huh? Because he has not Christ, 
Huh? God sent his son to fulfill us, to fulfill life, and give us life. Huh? I remember a story years ago. I went to a, revo- a camp meeting up at the Wesleyan camp. I'll never forget it. I hardly ever went to them camps, and I went to that one. I want to tell you something. As I look back now and trying to preach, and I know I struggled, trying to preach to you people, uh, I see that God had me in a certain place at a certain time for certain reasons, and I believe that. I went to this camp meeting up here at Fairmount, Indiana, and the, uh, the evangelist was preaching, and he said, told this story. He said, in my family, he said, I don't know how many, how many brothers and sisters he had. <coughs> there was a few of them. Him and his sister was the older ones. There was a few little tiny ones younger than him under him. And he said, my dad was a drunk. That's all he did was drink and carry on. He didn't take care of our kids. Uh, he, uh, um, you know, didn't treat my mom right. All he cared about was himself. Huh? That's all he cared about. He didn't care about us. Finally, he just left. He left my mom and us kids, he said. And he said then, and, and she didn't have the finances. She was trying to take care of the family, trying to take care of them kids. They was little ones. And him and his sister was a little bit older. I don't know how old they was. He didn't say. <clears throat> but he said there... He said his mom come to him and his sister, as his oldest sister, and she said, I can't help it. She said, I'm going to have to give you away. She said, I'm going to have to give you away. I can't, I can't afford you. And I think, she, if I'm not mistaken, man, this has been years ago, she either gave him to some relation in another state or put him in an orphanage. I can't remember. I can't tell you that truth. But I can tell you this truth of what he said. Huh? He said when he, he said he uh, got on that bus, he said him and his sister, that he was just a little kid and his heart was broken. Huh? He said he looked out the window and he looked at his mom and his little uh, brothers and sisters there. He said, my heart was broken. Hey, he said, I knew I'd never see my mom again. He said, I was broken and empty and there was a darkness and a blackness in my soul. He said, I went on in life. I growed up. Huh? He said, I grow, growed up. Huh? Got a job and done all the responsibilities in life. Huh? And he said, huh? it didn't matter what happened. He said, wherever I went, whatever I do. He said, every once in a while, I'd feel that blackness and that emptiness. Huh? And that hole in my heart. Huh? When I see my mother for the last time. And he said, I don't know how he got in. I don't know if he went to a church or went to a camp meeting or what it was. Somewhere he went to the house of God. Listen to me. He went to the house of God and the preacher was preaching on salvation. Telling him about Christ and his God's love for him. How he could change his life and his past would be gone and everything would be made new. And I tell you, he said he went to the altar huh? and he prayed through. Hallelujah. He said that turned around and got up. And he said that black hole, that emptiness and all that sadness was gone. Christ filled it in. And he took it away. Huh? He was a newborn. Huh? He was a newborn creature. Huh? All those God from when he was a little boy growing up and knew what he was going to be until he died, just like you and I. But when he found Christ, everything was white, clean, and straight. And he had a new sheet of paper. Praise God. I'll never forget it, man. Another story my dad told me. I don't know. I don't even know why I'm going on these stories. Huh? Why I'm telling you this. He said there was a there was a, a man that was in a business, a grocery business. Uh, my mom probably remembers this. Huh? But anyway, he had a grocery business, he had, and he was successful. I, I believe it was a grocery business. Huh? 
And his wife was a Christian. I tell you, she was a good woman, a woman of God. And she prayed for him nightly huh, and daily that he would get saved, huh? that he would give his life to God. And I tell you what, after a while, he come under conviction. Finally, at the right time, he come under conviction and God was dealing with him. Huh? He was all nervous and all upset. He was trying to do his business and do those daily things that he had to do in life. But every time he was trying to do something, I tell you, he was all mixed up in his mind. The Lord, the Holy Spirit was dealing with him. And finally, huh, my dad was telling me this story. And he said, finally, he went up to the news office. Huh? And he, and he said, I, he said, I want to pray, Lord. I want to pray. He said he got out a piece of paper. He got this piece of paper out. Huh? And he said, now, Lord, here's the conditions. Huh? What I want you to do for me to be saved. If, I'm going, if, if you're going to save me and change me and transform my life, Here's the only conditions I'm going to have that you do it. If you do these things right here that I write on this paper, then I'll serve you and I'll be a child of God. And he started writing those down. I don't know what they was. He started writing those sentences down, the things he wanted, huh? the things he, he, he desired in life. He had them all written down there on that paper. And he said, all of a sudden, he said, after he... He said, all of a sudden, the Holy Spirit spoke to me. Huh? He said, God spoke to me, not in an audible voice, but through my heart. He said, flip the paper over and sign your name at the bottom. And I'll fill in the blanks. Hallelujah. Do you get that this morning? That's the way it should be. Huh? Let's sign our name at the bottom of the page and let God fill our lives in. Right. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. This morning, I want to tell you something. God not only, I know we're going to have to quit here pretty soon. God not only saved us huh, and, and, and adopted us into the family. There's two works that's went on here. There's two works, all right? I want you to understand this. The first work is that God comes into our heart. And we're born again in the spirit. We're transformed and changed, all right? That's how you get into the kingdom. Huh? And then the second thing is that on, I found this out. <laughs> Hallelujah. And I'm still finding it out. Huh? Praise God. And the second thing is this transforming power. It's a continuing thing that has happened in our life. It's going on right now. God is still changing us and transforming us and showing us how to live, what to do, where to walk. Huh? He's transforming us. Huh? Into what? Into what? What does scripture say? The image of his son, Jesus Christ. Huh? Praise God. Huh? I tell you this morning. What I want. And my, for my own self, and what I want in you, and you people this morning, is to experience God at His fullness. And we can. Uh, praise God. Hallelujah. To experience what all God has to offer to us. Uh, God's going to use this church, I believe it. He's going to use his people to win the lost to Christ. Huh? I'm so glad that Jess here this morning. I haven't talked to him personally. I don't know what all is in his life, but I'm glad he came. I'm glad he's come for the last two weeks. Huh? Huh? There's a reason why he came. There's a reason why we're here this morning. Huh? There's a reason why God saved us. Huh? Praise God for that. We ought to rejoice and be thankful and grateful. And I know you are for what God has done for us. Amen. And I want to tell you another thing. As we keep walking with the Lord, and we keep, <clears throat> and I'm losing my voice again, and we keep walking with Him and, and uh, uh, obeying Him and, and doing His will, 
Huh? I'll tell you what happens. He becomes the king of our life. He is the king. Huh? That's what it said in the scripture. Behold, huh? That's what the angel told Mary. Huh? That thou art going to bring forth a son. And thou art going to call his name Jesus. Huh? And he's going to save his people from their sins. And he's going to have a government, huh? That's above all this stuff in this world today. He's going to have a heavenly kingdom. And he's going to be the king and rule in that kingdom. Because God has given him the throne and the right hand of power. Praise God. Huh? I want to tell you there's something this morning. Praise the Lord. Think about that. I never thought about this until this morning when I was studying. Huh? Here in the same verse. In due time, Christ died for the ungodly. Anyway, I want to tell you something. In due time. I never thought about this, but it's so true. Before Jesus came into the world, think about this. The, uh, the Greece and Rome, huh? they were so ungodly people. Listen to me. Huh? There was no God. There was, there was no God in their lives. They, was, they ruled the nations. Listen to me. They ruled the nations. Huh? And, and they were ungodly people. They were sinners. Huh? And they were looking for happiness. Just like I told you earlier. What the sinner's looking for is something to satisfy him. Something, whether it's drink, drug, sex, it don't matter. Whatever he's looking for, something to satisfy his, his heart. That's the way it was before Jesus come. Huh? They were inventing all kinds of things, huh? For sinful habits, sinful things like they are today, huh? To satisfy. There was a dark time. Huh? And the Jews, listen, the Jews had fallen so far away from God, huh? They had lost their salvation, huh? And got so far from God. Remember, there was not even a prophet for 400 years until John the Baptist came. Huh? What are you saying behind all this? I'll tell you what I'm saying behind it is uh, God knows uh, when, to, when to send his only begotten son into the world. Uh, it was a time, huh? It was a bad time worldwide. Listen to me. The world was so lost and deteriorated, huh? And, and, and blinded. Huh? But here comes Jesus. At the right time, in due time, huh? God sent his son into the world, huh? To save the world. Praise God. Huh? Hallelujah. I, I can't remember the verses over there, huh? But he sent him into the world, huh? Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. And he came. Huh? I want to tell you something. Jesus came into this world huh, as a baby. Huh? Growed up. Huh? And he did the Father's work. I know I cut it off. You know, I'm going to get on and all of it. He done the Father's work. He done the miracles. Huh? He done those miracles to prove who he was. To show the world that he was the Christ. The son of the living God. Huh? And he, and he got these 12 apostles and he gathered them together, huh? And he went out and he chose them and got them together. And he taught them about the kingdom of God and preached to them and told them who he was and what he was. And he told them about the work that they were going to do in the future, huh? And he told them that the Holy Spirit, the third person of the Trinity, would come into their lives and into their hearts and minds. And he would guide them out there. And they would be a witness to the whole world. What happened? What happened? Huh? <laughs> it said, Woo! This scripture said that the apostles turned the world upside down with their preaching. Hallelujah. Praise God. You get that? They went out and preached this gospel. And I'll tell you, thousands upon thousands upon thousands was converted and they built churches huh, just as fast as they could build them. Praise God. What are you talking about today? I'm talking about salvation. Huh? I'm talking about the timing of God. Huh? God's got it all under control. 
Huh? We look out today, huh? All this stuff that's going on in the world, we see it in the news, huh? What in the world's happening, huh? We think, how can this be? This is crazy, huh? But God's in control, huh? God's in, the, in authority and in power, and He oversees everything, huh? I want to tell you something. I'm probably getting off the subject here. I want to tell you something. I've never seen anything happen in our government that's happening today. What's going on? It's pitiful. It's a shame. Uh, we got now. This is we got a president in the office. that's trying to do all he can. Don't preach on politics. Hey, we better preach on politics. We better bring out what's happening, huh, in our land and in our nation, huh? That's what Jeremiah did. Jeremiah prophesied and preached everything that was out against what was going on. God told him that. They're trying to destroy this president, huh? He's trying to build America up. Put America first, huh? Put, get us back on the foundations, huh? And the principles that made this nation great, huh? But he has liars and haters, huh? The, uh, the Democrats and the liberals, and there is Republicans that are never Trumpers, huh? They can't stand him because he's come in the office, never had any office experience whatsoever, just a businessman. But he came into the office, huh? And he showed them how to run a business. How to run a nation. How to do things. Huh? You hear me this morning? And they hate his guts. They're jealous of him. Huh? They want to impeach him and throw him out. Huh? And get rid of him. Because they envy him. Huh? They hate him. But I tell you, pray for him today. Where would we be at if he wasn't in there today? Huh? I told you what laws. You think it's, you think it's bad now. What do you see the laws that they would pass? Huh? The liberals, huh? And these anti-American politicians. I want to tell you, and, I, and I'm going to get off of this. I'll tell you this right here. I thought about this. You know what? Putin, huh? The Russian president, and I don't know why I got on this, but I want it. And I'm not getting off of it yet. And the, and the president of China, huh? And these other nations that want, really want to destroy the U.S., huh? They hate us too. But I want to tell you something. They're outside. They're outside the nation. Huh? They're not in the nation. They're outside of it. But we got people in our government, listen, right now, that are anti-American, uh, anti-God, anti and anti-capitalism, uh, and anti-what this country was founded and established on. Listen to me this morning, huh? They're the enemy of the state. Huh? They're trying to destroy us and destroy this nation. Me and Mom talked about it, and we wondered about it, asked questions about it. I told Mom, I said, listen, huh? we took prayer and Bible out of the schools back in the 60s. I think it was free love and free sex and drugs and alcohol all over the nation, huh? And then I tell you, they illegalized abortion. We've been killing our unborn for years, huh? For decades and decades. Thousands and thousands of babies aborted, huh? Each year, listen to me, huh? And then they took the Ten Commandments and threw it out of all the public places. You can't have it in there anymore. Took them out of the schools and everything. You can't have God. Huh? That's offending to the atheists, huh? We ain't going there, but down, huh? There's only one place to go is down until we get it straightened out. Huh? Amen. I forgot what subject I was on, but I'll tell you what. Pray for our president. Pray for our vice president. Our vice president is a Christian. Uh, he's a man of God. He's a born-again Christian. Uh, and I tell you, he, he's rubbed off on Trump. Uh, him and Trump converse together all the time. President and vice president. They have ties together. Huh? They, they keep together and keep a closeness. He sees the godly man of Mike Pence. Huh? And I'll tell you, Trump, he said it himself. He's a, 
He wants to back religion, back the Christian religion. Not, not all these other religions in the world. Huh? What is the other religion? Uh, oh, shoot, I can't think of it. Hinduism. Hinduism. <sighs> the big one. That's it, right there, Muslim religion. Yep, Muslim. Yeah. I'm going to tell you, he's pushing for the Christian religion. Uh, he's already said, uh, he's made a statement on television, and, and I've seen him say it, huh, that without the prayers of God's people and the Christians in this nation and, and everything that's happened to him, he couldn't do the office. He couldn't run it. It would be worthless and useless without the prayers of God's people. He admitted that. He's not a Christian, but he sees where the truth is. Bless God. Amen. I'll tell you the subject, and I want to say this. That's what I was getting on for. I got sidetracked. Forgive me for that, but sometimes I can't help it. There's another thing when on God's timetable. One more thing. Huh? And that's the return of Christ. <laughs> Christ is coming back. And you can believe in that. And be assured of the truth. He's coming again, huh? To receive the church. His bride. Who is the bride of Christ? The church of the living God. You and I, huh? Praise God. He's coming back for that. I'll tell you what, then, huh, then time shall be no more. That's it. Christ is coming back, and he could come at any time, huh, in our lives. Praise God. You know those disciples? You know, he was preaching to them there and, uh, and teaching them in the 24th chapter of Matthew. And they was going on and going on. No, it, then it went in. Then it went over in the Acts. It was in Acts, and they and he was. They was curious about the end of the world when he when Christ when he would return, when the end of the world would come and happen. And Jesus told him, "It's not for you to be concerned or know the times of the season, which God has put in His power." Um, in other words, Jesus said, "You don't worry about that, but you're going to receive power." after the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and you're going to be my witness. Huh? You're going to be a testimony to me huh? for the gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen. God's the only one that knows the day or the hour. Jesus said he didn't even know it. Huh? He don't even know when it's going to happen. Huh? That's been put in God's power. Just like when Christ came the first time, that was put in God's power. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. I'm glad this morning. Amen. And we are children of God. Amen. I tell you, we, we have the atonement. Huh? Christ took our place. Huh? Christ died for you and I. Huh? Because death is, I'm not talking about physical death. Huh? There's two deaths. Remember this, and I know you know it if you've been going to church long enough. <clears throat> the death, one is physical death. This body uh, will die. Uh, it'll, it'll perish. But the second death is spiritual death. That's eternal death. Uh, that's not a death of dying or no more. But you're living huh, in your eternal separation from God. Uh, that's going to happen. If we don't know Christ, if we don't give our life to Christ, amen. I tell you, people, <clears throat> there's people wanting to go to heaven and trying to go to heaven uh, by so many ways uh, and so many things. But there's only one way to heaven. Jesus said, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. Uh, when somebody tells you, huh, that there's going to be all these other religions in heaven. Huh? It's nothing but a lie. Huh? It's 
these preachers, I see them go on TV, you know, the news, I got to quit, it's noon. And <clears throat> they go on TV, huh? And, 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 they're, and they put them on there for a reason because they want to question them. They want to kind of make them look foolish or, or try to make them look like they're kind of weird and out of, out of the mainstream thinking. And they'll put those preachers on there and they'll ask them that, that question. Well, who's all going to heaven? Who's going, who's going to make heaven? Huh? Well, the Hindus, or the Muslims, or all these other religions, huh? Buddhism, huh? Will they go to heaven? Will they make heaven? It's not for us to judge who's going to go. <laughs> That's just finest. If they'd asked me that, I'd have told them exactly what the Word of God says. Right. The only ones that's going to heaven is the ones that believe in Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. Huh? Any other religion, any other belief is anti-Christ. Right. Huh? And God's not in it. Huh? It's only one way. He said he was the door of the sheepfold. Huh? No man cometh in but by me. That's what Jesus said. That's yeah, true. Amen. Amen. Jesus knew a little bit about sheep. Huh? He's the great shepherd. I almost preached on uh, that's what I was going to preach on. Uh, the 23rd Psalm. But the Lord changed it. I think it was Friday morning. The Lord changed it. What I'm trying to say to you this morning is that we as Christians huh, need to be thankful and grateful for what God has done for us. He has called us. Huh? Huh? He pre Listen, if you're saved this morning, God's predestinated you. Huh? He knew that we would accept his son. How is that? How can that be? I'll tell you how it can be. He's God. He's God and he knows all things. Amen. If you're not saved this morning, God can change and transform your life. huh? And, and, and I'm telling you, uh, everything in your past will be gone. Huh? God will give you a new start and a new life. Huh? And transform you and change you. What we read about in Ezekiel, huh? he said, oh, he said, I'll put my spirit. I'll give you a new heart. That's the first thing that happened. I'm going to give you a new heart, not this physical heart that's beating in our chest today, huh? but a new heart, a new soul. Huh? And I'll put, and, I'll, and not only that, you're going to ch change huh? all your expressions, all your emotions, all your thoughts, all your wants, all your deeds. All these things are going to change because I'm going to give you a new heart. Huh? And, then, and then when you've got that new heart, I'm going to give you a new spirit. I'm going to put my spirit in your heart. And I tell you, it's going to help you and guide you and direct you. Huh? Praise God. And you'll keep my commandments. Huh? Huh? You won't go over there to that bar. Huh? You won't go over to that bar. Huh? You won't go to that place huh? where there's sinful people in there. Huh? Huh? Where they're smoking and drinking and carrying on and living for themselves and for the devil. You'll not go there. Huh? You'll not lie to your boss, huh? And your neighbor that you work with, you'll love him. You'll, you'll treat him right, huh? You'll pray for him. You'll pray for his family. I'm going to put something in your heart, the spirit. Huh? I tell you, I'm going to change you, huh? And you'll love the Lord thy God with all your heart, soul, strength, and mind. And you'll love your neighbor as yourself. Think about that. Who do we remember? Who do we watch out for? It's a natural thing that we take care of this body. Huh? And we watch out for ourselves as a natural thing. That's why Jesus said, huh? That's why he gave us that concept. To love your neighbor as yourself. Huh? Treat him like yours. Treat yourself. Amen. Praise God. I'm glad there's another life in this life. Huh? Somebody said. <clears throat> To the Christian, huh? He's born twice and he dies once. <laughs> he's born a physical birth, which is what we are here, and he's born of spiritual birth, huh? The regeneration in the heart that God does, huh? 
and then he dies. He dies a physical death, and that's it. Huh. The sinner and the lost are born, born once and die twice. They die the physical death and the eternal death. Huh. Winners. The scripture said, where the worm dieth not, and the fire is not quenched. Amen. But Jesus came to save man from that. Huh? Judgment day is coming. Huh? We don't know when it is, but it'll come. But when you die, huh, and you're lost without God, you're going to meet Christ. You're going to meet God. The scripture said that. We have an example of the rich man and Lazarus. Both of them died. Huh? One went to Abraham's bosom, huh, which was Lazarus, which was the godly man. And the rich man said he, that he went to hell. And in hell he lifted up his eyes. Being in hell. Huh? I know hell's not a, a, a popular subject to preach on. But what, are, what, am I, what am I trying to say, preacher? What are you trying to say this morning? i tell you what I'm trying to say is that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Huh? Jesus took the place huh, of eternal death for you and I. He took his life, I tell you, and, and, and died on the cross for our sins and the sins of the whole world. Huh? For a reason to save us and change us and transform us. Uh, to get us back in the right relationship with God where we need to be. I'll never forget what my dad said. I know I told you this. He said, when our Lord saved me, <clears throat> he said, I was as innocent as a newborn baby. <laughs> you can't explain it any better than that. Innocent in his life at age, what was it, 24? 24, mom, something like that. At 24 years old, huh? he said it. I'm as innocent as a newborn baby. <laughs> God changed his life that day in that bedroom when he knelt down to pray and didn't even know how to pray. <laughs> God came and he said something warm come down on the top of his head. Huh? And he said it touched his head. It was warm. I don't know what that warmness was. He said it was warm. And he said it came down. And it went down through my head. Huh? Down my neck. He said it come down into my shoulders. Huh? He said I didn't know what was happening to me. And he said it came down right here. And settled down in my chest. <laughs> that was God. Huh? That was Christ's redeeming power. Amen. We read about the blood this morning. <laughs> the blood was in that scripture. That was what the power that's in the blood of Christ. He come up, and it was never the same again. Huh? I'm glad we get second chances. Hey, you. Amen. <laughs>